Church, say amen. amen. For this is the message. You heard from the beginning that we should love one another. Amen. Not as Cain. Not as Cain. Who was of the wicked one and slew his brother. And wherefore slew he him? Why did he do it? Because his own works were evil. And his brothers righteous. Marvel not, my brethren, if the world hate you. We know that we have passed from death unto life. Let me say that again. We know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He who loves not his brother abides in death. Whosoever hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. Can you say amen to the word of God? This evening we want to talk about from death unto life. From death unto life. And you all can't nod on this one or you're going to miss everything. Verse 14 says, we know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brother. I don't think sometimes we understand the significance and the grave importance of what love is all about. In this Christian life, love is everything. I think about what Paul wrote over in 1 Corinthians 13, all of the things that love does not present itself as being, not puffed up. It's not... All of those things that he lists. But folks, love has everything in the world to do with living this Christian life. It was love that we find in John 3 and 16. For God so loved. It was love why Jesus accepted the task to leave heaven. Think it not robbery. Not to be concerned of what he stood to lose, but it was love for the Father that he took upon himself to come and offer himself. Love, folks. And the Bible says here in verse 14, we know that we have passed from death 
unto life because we love the brethren. Amen. Folks, listen, listen to what this passage is saying. Until we get to the point of loving in spite of. We haven't made it. Love will get us to where we need to go to get to heaven. Without the love of the brethren, without that love, we're still walking in death. Because we haven't come to that point of recognizing we haven't reached the point of love that Jesus showed for us as we should show for our fellow man. And if we can't demonstrate that love, we can't claim life. Think about that for a moment. The Lord said, love, love, Forgive. Love. Love as I first what? Love you. What condition was I in when I came to know Jesus? I was in need of love. But in spite of my wretched, in spite of my sinful, in spite of my rebellious mindset, He loved me. He saved me. He chose me. The Bible said, marvel not, my brethren, if the world hate you. That's the the common understanding. That's the common trade and way of life in the world. Do unto others before they do it to you. But to pass from death unto life. <coughs> Matthew 16 and 24. Yeah. You got to deny yourself. Yes, and even going beyond denying yourself, you can't seek to save your own life. You have to be willing to lose it for Christ's sake. Amen. And as crazy as it may sound, the gaining is being willing to lose it. Then you can transcend from death unto life. Because guess what? There is nothing hindering you. There is nothing shackling you. There is nothing preventing you from doing what the Lord would have you to do. When your love is so strong for the Lord, when your love is at that point where, guess what? It doesn't matter what the folks say or do. You're there. Mm-hmm. See, often, many times we'll say, I don't care what folks say. I don't care. But we still hold grudges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're still bitter. Yeah. We still gossip. We still do things we ought not to do and say things we ought not say. But the Bible here is talking about when we transcend from death unto life, it means our love is an agape love. 
It's a pure love. It's that same love Jesus showed for us. That it pleased the Father that he was willing to die for us. Brother Sam got up here and just messed me up. He, he, asked, he asked the questions. He said, would you, would you lay with him or would you wake him up? Boy, I'm about ready to try to preach that right quick. But that, that's us. Man, that's a powerful question. But, but here's another question. What walk are you walking? Right. Walk of life or the walk of death? Yeah. And see, the sad thing, some Christians think they are walking in life. Come on now. But you can't walk in life when you're hoarding things within your heart that are not of Christ. Right. Envy. Jealousy, malice. The Bible said, we know we have passed from death unto life because we love the brother. The brother. Yeah. How we passed? Right. Some might say today, I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. Well, you better hurry up. Because you don't know, nor do I know, where death is. You better hurry up. And to be honest, if I truly love God the way I supposed to, I would understand and know there's nothing in this world worth separating me from the love of Christ. Amen. I believe it was Paul who wrote over there. He said, what can separate us? What can separate us? He asked the question and he go through a whole list of things. But the answer emphatically is a resounding nothing. Nothing should separate us. Why? Because his love is so powerful. His love is so great. Folks, it's even hard to understand when you just think about what he's done in your personal life. And sometimes, I don't know about you, I can speak for myself. Sometimes I just have to step back and just say, I don't understand it, but I'm thankful for it. Oh, what love, matchless love. Oh, what love for me was shown. His forever I will be for the love gave to me in Gethsemane alone. What's your walk this evening? See, everybody can say, I'm walking in a newness of life. 
But what about that person? You still think evil thoughts about. What about that person you, you, you don't want to be around? What about that person that you said, just make me sick when I see him? Come on, now that, 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 ain't, that ain't Christ. Amen. Well, you have them passed. There are some things you got to get out of the way for you to transcend and move on to where you need to be. And the Bible said, don't, don't let your religion, don't allow your manner of living to be like Cain. We, we say we are of Christ, but we practice Cain religion. Why was Cain jealous of his brother? That drove him to the point to kill his brother. He allowed the devil to get in him. The Bible said love perfects. Well, if I haven't transcended, if I haven't transcended from death unto life, there are some imperfections that I need to get right. Well, if love perfects and if the word of God prepares me unto all good works, it's not God's fault. It's something I'm refusing to accept or I'm just not willing to deny myself. What do you stand to lose by moving from death unto life? Just the transition itself tells you there's a reward. If I'm walking in death, I have a terrible end ahead of me. But if I'm walking in life, John 14, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I'm walking in fellowship with the Lord. Don't be deceived, folks. Anybody could give lip service. But love is the difference. Love will tell the truth about all of us. Love has everything to do with it. And Jesus proved it. Even to the cross. What's holding you back from moving from death unto life? Who is it that hurt you so bad that you said, I can't forgive him? Sure you can. You don't want to be a murderer. And the Bible said, whosoever hates his brother is a what? Murderer. You say, well, I don't hate them. Well, if you don't love them. It's only one or two, love or hate. You like things. God ain't never commanded you to like anything. You love or you hate. And the fact that you don't love, it automatically determines you hate it. There's no gray area. Well, I just don't, I'm just not, I, I just don't care for them. This and that. You hate them. Because what you're saying is, 
there are some things I should be able to do for them. I should have a desire to do with them, for them. If the opportunity presents itself to help them, you're saying, I won't do it. Is that what Jesus demonstrated? No. Well, how in the world can you be in Christ and not demonstrate his qualities, his characteristics? Who, who is it that lied on you that you, you, you see this worth you losing your soul over and missing heaven for? Folks keep living. Folks going to keep lying on you. Shake it off. We, we, we look at a day like today. Been raining, raining, raining. I said, boy, can you imagine what the ducks are saying? The ducks are out there rejoicing and saying, what a beautiful day. <laughs> the rain hit them on the back. It just rolls off and they just enjoying the day. Man, sometimes you got to just look for the silver lining in things. Today, you just got to think like a duck. And just go on about your business. Can't be mad, upset. It's raining, 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 raining. Then if it was a drought, you're upset. Man, let God handle his business. Just adapt. If it's raining, put a raincoat on. Put some rubber boots on. Put a hat on. It ain't going to rain forever. If it go up to 70 degrees tomorrow, you're going to say, oh, Lord, what's wrong? <laughs> Folks, what is it that someone has done? What is it that's just embedded in your heart that you would rather be called a murderer by God? Than to be called his child. I understand. Some wounds can go deep. I understand people can be mean spirited. I understand people can be trifling. But I also understand. God's love can heal any hurt. I understand. Where someone may forsake you. Jesus said, I never will. Amen. So instead of allowing yourself to be overtaken and, and just overwhelmed with the wrong deeds of man, let the love of Christ, let the love of God come into your heart. Let it change you for the better. Instead of you wasting your time when you could be doing good and thinking better thoughts, more loving thoughts, and doing more loving, kind deeds, let God change your heart. You know how much energy and time you waste having to remember somebody wronged you? Man, that, that, that takes energy. It makes you ugly before, I mean old before your time. <laughs> it's not healthy. Raises your blood pressure. Yeah. Tears your, knocks your stomach up. 
All because you don't want to let go. Well, in closing, let me, let me share this. Let me share this. What wrong did Jesus do? And they hated it. They hated it. Did you hear me? They hated him. Even when he still attempted to do good, they hated him. Jesus says in John 15, if the world hate you, remember it hated me before it hated you. And I'm paraphrasing that. He goes on to say, it's not truly you that they got the problem with. It's the spirit. It's my spirit in you. Because, see, when, when, when God's spirit dwells in you, it's going to cause you to do things that's just not normal or natural to worldly thinking. It's going to cause you to restrain from rendering evil for evil. Even though folks will say, if I were you, I wouldn't take that. Why are you taking that? Why are you? I'm taking it because, you know what? If I'm going to suffer as a Christian, the, my, the word of God tell me I don't have a reason to be ashamed. Well, if I were you, I wouldn't take this. Well, that's you. I don't belong to me. I belong to Christ. What's your walk this evening? Is it a walk of life? Or are you still dwelling in death? Once again, we know that we have passed from death unto life. How do we know? Because we love the brother. That's a powerful statement, folks. Love will make you go the second mile. Even when once upon a time you would say, I'll never do that. Love will change the whole way you think. Love will make you pick up the phone and call somebody just to check up on them who you said you couldn't stand a year ago. I'm talking about real love. I'm talking about agape love. I'm talking about the love of Christ. Well, Brother May, I'm not there. And I'm saying, sister, brother, you better get there. Because you can't go to heaven walking in death. You can't. But you can if you deny yourself. And that, that's the one thing that amazes me. And folks, I, I, I live on this planet too. And I'm not going to stand here and tell you there are times when situations present themselves and I'll say, I'm not going to do that. Then you say, Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Man, go on, do that. Yeah, um, yeah. How am I going to be his child? Mm -hmm. 
but not trust him to do good. Right. Right now. Folks, I'm not, I'm not above and beyond being tempted. That's right. But you just got to make it up in your mind. There's nothing to lose by walking in life. Amen. Only to gain. Love makes the difference. Folks, you're not going to pass from death unto life by just thinking about it. You got to put something in action. You got to put something in motion. You got to come outside of your comfort box, your your little sandbox. Right. You got to deny yourself. Yeah. Man, I, I don't know. And that's the whole purpose. You, you'll never know until you try God. And let God use you. And stop trying to put the stipulations and, 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 and the contingencies on God. We forgot who saved who. Man. He saved us. Yeah. Can't put no contingency or stipulation on God. Oh God, if you do this, I'll do this. Who are you? Love. Love. Who, who, who wants to die in their obituary and say, well, according to 1 John 4, he was a murderer. Because he didn't love the brother. Who, who wants that? Who wants that on their obituary? No, I, I don't want it. <laughs> You would say, brother, man, a person would be crazy to want that. Well, a person would be crazy not to change. Because it's not the obituary I would be worrying about. I would be concerned about what God is seeing in us right now. I've been trying to forgive. Well, stop trying and just do it. It takes a willing part not to forgive. And nine times out of ten, it's on you. Because the other person gone about their best. So it sounds to me, you're the only one holding yourself hostage. I said, let the hostage go. Brother May, every time I think about it, I just get mad. That just means you got you you need to clean your thoughts up more. You need to trust God more. You need to get more love into your heart. I don't know where you've been. I don't know all what you've been through. I don't know how deep the hurt goes. But I do know. Jesus said in Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Come unto me. Come unto me. All ye that labor and who are heavy laden, I give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn. 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 Yoke up with me. When, when, when I get ready to take you into, into the neighborhood, you say, hey, that's a rough neighborhood there. Take my yoke. Just roll with me. Ain't nothing we're going to go through down here he don't know about. 
No situation that un, that's unheard of that you can mention, he's not aware of. No pain that you can suffer that he haven't suffered more. Take my yoke and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart. And you shall find rest unto your soul. You know what, you know what ties in with that rest? I can love. I can love Brother Sam and I ain't got to think nothing else about it. I'm good. I'm good with God. I can have peace. I could do good and I ain't got to worry about, well, what if? Well, what if? No, no, no. I can have rest. I can have peace. I can please God. Make a list. Somebody been carrying around grudges and for years. Think about that. All this time you've been walking in death and God has been sparing you. Because if you don't love the brethren, you're a murderer. Well, you don't know what they did. I don't have to know. But I know as a Christian, I'm commanded to forgive. As I was first forgiven. Amen. Is that all right? It's all right. Love, folks. That's what makes this congregation what it is, folks. Love. Amen. People have come, people still talk about it. It's love, folks. Jesus said, by this, man shall know what? That you are my disciples. By what? By the love we have. Somebody sick, we're supposed to be looking out for. Somebody need help, we're supposed to look out for. Somebody, and, and, and God knows I struggled with this for years. I ain't mean, I don't mean to turn this into no 12 step sermon. But I want you to know your preacher human too. Amen. Nothing used to be more frustrating to me than to sit, talk with somebody, show them the scriptures, and then they go and do the opposite of what you say. And really what, what I said is what I showed them what God said. And then they come back and say, well, now, Barry Outside of Christ was sad. Get your dumb tail about it. <laughs> but Barry don't exist anymore. Barry the Christian had to learn. Guess what? You made some dumb decisions too in your life. And I, I can remember praying to God saying, please forgive me. I can remember going to other Christians saying, man, I messed up. We can't play by double standards. We can't ask God to be so understanding and loving toward us, but we don't want to be loving toward our brother. 
called life, folks. It's called life. Jesus met a number of people who just messed their lives up. But yet, he still loved And he hung on the cross and he said, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. The woman caught in the very act of adultery. Woman, go and sin no more. Man, what love. Can you imagine how many people probably would not have left the church if we had that kind of love in us a long time ago? Instead of being so legalistic? Instead of being so holy? Instead of forgetting that we once sin also? I'm not saying make excuses for sin. I'm simply saying love. Yeah. Love. And sometimes people can help correct their own course if you love. Mm -hmm. mm. I'm done. I'm asking you to check your walk. Don't check mine. Because mine ain't your business. <laughs> check your own. I know what God see in Barry man. And I fear God enough to walk in life. I'm asking you to check yourself. Not your mama, not your dad, not your son, not your daughter. Check your life and see if you have passed from death unto life. And if you haven't, I know someone who can help you. And we're, we're willing to pray with you. We're willing to pray for you. God is able to provide everything. His divine power. Oh. He can help us. Given us everything we need. Are you willing to put your pride aside to just acknowledge and say, I need prayer? I'm not asking for details about what it is you're struggling with. I'm just simply saying, can you put your pride to the side and just say, I need prayer? And just maybe. You could be on your way. And you could see that light along Life Boulevard. And you could get off death row. And maybe your whole attitude can change. And God can use you for his glory. For real. What's our song? 640. 640 is our invitation song. Have you passed from death unto life? Right. Let us together sing. Let us get together stand and let us sing. Oh.